The following podcast is a Dear Media production. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha. We did a lot of projects together and we had a really good workflow. So that was like one thing that, you know, really inspired us because we already knew that we could work really well together. And I think that that's also really tricky. Like some people sometimes ask me, they're like, oh, you have a great co-founder. Like, how do I get a co-founder? And you're like, well, you know, it's it's not like, oh, I have a friend, let's start a business. Like you have to make sure, I think that you balance each other out and like your strengths and their weaknesses, like, you know, kind of level out. I was still modeling. I was working for a content company. Like we were doing a lot of stuff for a while. It wasn't just, hey, we're going to do this for six months and then quit our jobs and we're going to be super rich. You know, it, it, it takes a lot. Today is a niche episode on something that we all do, which is shower or bathe. I became obsessed with learning about what is in our water after the Test My Home episode that we did. If you haven't listened to that episode, you have to go back And listen, it's such a good one. And it talks all about what's in our water, the products we're using in our home, EMF exposure, all the things. But one of the things that Ryan from Test My Home told me that we really needed to improve in our home was our water situation, especially our shower. And this really interests me because I have two kids under three and I just am very particular about my skin and my hair. So I really wanted to kick our water situation up. So I found the perfect two people to tell us all about what is in our water and how to improve our shower situation and our water situation. Today, we're sitting down with the founders of VitaClean, Christina Velkova and Sarah Douglas, and they are going to talk to us about the chemicals in our tap water, what causes acne, eczema, rashes on our legs, hyperpigmentation, what non-filtered tap water does to your hair, what sludges and why is it in our water, how other countries view water, why VitaClean infuses vitamin C in their filters, and how easy it is to enhance your water. We're also going to talk about wellness routines and entrepreneurship, but this episode is going to give you so much knowledge about your water so you have the best water ever. I installed their system, the VitaClean, into my house. I started with the guest room and then I moved it to our room too. And I'm obsessed. I took a shower. I'm not itchy like I normally am. And I can just feel a difference. It's really hard to explain unless you've done it, but it's like a spa-like experience in the shower. So if you're in to healthier hair and clearer skin and just being informed about what's in your water, listen to this episode. On that note, Christina and Sarah, the founders of VitaClean, welcome to the show. Let's talk water. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. What is happening to our skin when we shower without having a filter on it? Well, there's a lot of things in your water, like calcium and dirt and things that travel through your pipes that get collected and end up on your skin and hair. So when you shower, your pores expand and they're soaking all that up, including chlorine, which is used to sanitize our water. I'm so into skincare. I mean, I wrote a book on it. And for me to not really know about this is so crazy. This is something that I'm learning. When we wash our face, like what what is going on? Is that causing acne, eczema, hyperpigmentation? Like how important is this? So what happens is that it, like the water, your pipes get filled with something like filled up and then also like all the lime scale. 
So what, what happens is that that mixes with your product. So if you can imagine like you put a cleanser on, you mix it with water, you can get like tiny particles of lime scale that really irritate your skin and also your hair. And so it stops your products working. Like, I don't know. I mean, you said you're not the biggest hair washer, but I don't know if you've ever like shampooed your hair. Never. Oh, never? <laughs> no, like literally not since 1992. And have you ever had like when you you kind of you get all out of the shower and you go for a, you go to like blow dry your hair and you still have like a little patch of like product in your hair? Yeah. So that's from a buildup like of your products mixing with with stuff like lime scale or pipe rust. And then you have to like go and wash it all over again. That's, you know, and that's that's really what's going on. How did you both sort of discover this? Well, we were living at London at the time and we kept bumping into each other randomly around the parts and of a lot of yoga studios. <laughs> and we bonded over our skin and hair issues. So I, when I moved to London, had severe dandruff. It was so bad. It was like literally snowing out of my head and I tried everything from dandruff shampoos, vitamins, scalp serums, you name it. I tried it. I even tested my blood because I was like, there's something wrong with me. Like, I don't know what's happening. And everything was fine. I also uh, developed eczema on my body and I just couldn't figure out what was happening. So Sarah had similar problems. And one day when we we're living together, our shower stopped working. And sorry, I think you should tell the sludge story. <laughs> so our shower just completely stopped working and we like turned the pressure on and nothing worked. And we're like, God, like, what do we do? So we're like, okay, well, we'd better go shower at the gym. But we also... <laughs> We had to call a plumber and this like lovely Irish guy came and he takes like the bathtub apart, like attaches all his equipment and he starts pumping this like crazy brown liquid. And In, like, into the pipe or is coming Like out? into the toilet, like from the kind of bathroom. It's just into draining, the toilet. draining the pipes. Yeah. And so for like, for those of you who don't know what sludge is, it's like a brown kind of goopy tar-like liquid. And he just looked at us and he was like, you got a sludge problem. And we're like... How do we combat this? Like, how do we make sure this never happens again? And so he said that we had to get a water filter, but we lived in like a like a complex of like 35 apartments. So we would have had to filter every single apartment because that was like, I imagine that's like what you talked about with what you're getting like in your house, like a water main. And he then gave us a quote for that, which was like around 8,000 US dollars. So 6,000 pounds at the time because we were both in London. And it just wasn't, I mean, that just wasn't an option for us at the time. Like we thought we'd probably move out of the flat, like in about six months, maximum a year. But we obviously didn't want to shower in sludge anymore. So it really sparked like a light bulb moment for Christina and I, because, you know, as Christina said, like she was suffering from her own skin and skin and hair problems. And I was suffering from my own skin and hair problems. So I would get out of the shower and my face was like really red here and it would just get so irritated all the time. And so what I would do is I would use these products and I would use like this green concealer when I would go out and like slather on all this makeup as kind of like a defense mechanism because I would just always feel really hot and then not confident. And so it really sparked this light bulb idea and we're like, you know, this is crazy. Like maybe this is what's actually causing like our skin and hair problems. So how did you find out it was that? We started looking into shower fil filters just on Amazon and where you would, and there was nothing really branded. There was nothing really very effective. We probably tried like everything available. One day we read an article that Leonardo DiCaprio was selling his apartment in Manhattan. And the highlight of that article is that he had a vitamin C shower in his apartment. So we were both looking at each other like, oh, this, this exists. So we found out that in Asia, that's common. 
that people use vitamin C showers. So we saw the opportunity to go out and uh, basically create the best one. And is this- Leo uses a vitamin C shower. I feel like you need a vitamin C shower <laughs> on that hair, on that mop of yours. Uh, listen, I'm always... You're so serious about your hair. I mean... I don't wash my hair either, though, just so you know. Oh, you don't? No, 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 no. That's not true. But I saw I was, the shampoo I'm, used the other day. I'm wondering... Do you really not? I really don't. I'm wondering okay. if... Um, is this mostly like in the major cities or like as you guys both grew up in different countries, is it, was this an issue when you were growing up or is this only in the municipalities, like only in the big populations or is this everywhere? So this is everywhere. So that's like we started it initially in London because that's where we were suffering from skin and hair problems. But then we've noticed that we started to get a lot of sales from America, like around 2018. And so we started looking more and more into it. And America has all kinds of water. I mean, here in Austin or in Texas in general, you have like like what we had in the UK, which is a really high mineral content. But in places like the tri-state area or New York, you have really dirty water. So there the water is, it's not as hard with calcium, but it's really, really dirty from the pipes. But that spreads outside of New York. Manhattan actually has the dirtiest water. And I grew up around New York and we always pride ourselves that we have the best water. It's actually the dirtiest water. We have (laughs) three filters in the shower head and the last filter is a microfiber cloth and it captures residual particles, tiny little particles. And in Manhattan, after a week, it is so black. It's dirty. It's like you dipped it in mud. And that's what you're showering in. So with the pizza tastes, because we're eating, <laughs> is that what's happening right now? I'm, I'm not going to get into this debate. I'm just you know, the, a lot of New Yorkers are going to be pissed here because they say they have the best water, that makes the best pizza, and it's because it's literally it's the filled best with of dirt. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> and the dirtiest water. My skin looks like shit in New York. Yeah. And I always thought it was the pollution. That's a normal thing. I always huh. thought it was, when I was in London, I was like, oh, it's because I'm living in a different city because there's not enough sun. Like, you think it's everything, but so much to do with your water and you spend so much time and money on products and they just don't work as well because you're still showering in the same water. So when you guys got a shower, did you guys go out and just buy a random shower head to try it out and see if there was differences? Yeah. So we started looking at what options were available. And so we bought like normal water filters, like especially what was available on Amazon. And it did. That's like that's when we started to notice a change. We're like, oh, you know, my skin's less irritated. Christina's dandruff started to go away a little bit. But I have to say that it wasn't until we actually started using vitamin C is when we we read about the Leo, the Leo article. And <laughs> what what does the vitamin C do in water? So the vitamin C neutralizes the chlorine. So it's the best agent, like ascorbic acid is the best agent to neutralize chlorine, which is what our water is treated with. So like every water main so that you know people don't get sick or there's no bacteria, that's like what they use to treat water. And the vitamin C really combats that. And it also it leaves like an amazing kind of sheen on your skin and hair. So it's not like a greasy sheen. It just like gives you a really amazing glow and like makes your skin really like glowy and your hair really soft and silky. No, no. We had Dr. Dennis Gross on this show a few, I mean, a few times, a friend of the show. And his he's like huge on vitamin C for the skin. He thinks yeah. it's one of the best things you can do for your skin. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we are so big on vitamin C. Like, uh, Christina and I, like, one of the things that we bonded about when we were working together is, like, our love for beauty products. We're both, like, very minimal people. Like, we don't use a 10-step skincare routine, but we definitely try, like, the best products. Well, well now we don't. Because yeah, now we don't. <laughs> now we don't. <laughs> but there was a time we did. And it's so frustrating when you try all these products and you spend so much time and money and nothing works. And for us, that was the light bulb moment. We are like, hey, we're showering the same water full of sediment 
full of mineral buildup and dirt and chlorine. And that's why my products are not working. So what kind of conditions do people have that they think is maybe caused by something like Lauren mentioned earlier that she thought something was from breast implants or something, you know, a rash, whatever. Like what are things that people think that is being caused by other things that you believe is being caused by the water? Definitely brassy hair, whether you color your hair or don't. So that's a big one. And it's color safe because this is diluted when it goes through the water. So it's not going to damage your, your hair color. It's actually even better. Also, if you have a dry scalp, tight skin, itchy skin, face gets hot, like that yeah, was happening to you. And also eczema and psoriasis, it's really, it, it really irritates helpful. it. And so what we were talking about before is like the itchy legs. Like for me, I used to have the itchiest legs after shaving or after showering. It's like, you know, the lower part around your ankle. And I would just scratch it so much, which would probably just make it more irritable. And so that really, really helped me. And also like little patches of eczema, like I don't, I don't have crazy eczema, but definitely like just in my elbows, I get a little bit and it really, really helps. How quickly does someone notice when they change their water situation? There's like, how quickly do they notice the rash go away, their skin? What have you seen? Like, what are some testimonials? It's amazing. I think the most common word people use to describe the experience of showering Vitaclean is life-changing. Even if you go on our website, we have so many reviews of people saying, oh my God, this has changed my life. This is a game changer. This has helped me so much. My itchy legs or my my dry scalp is just gone in one shower. I mean, that's the feedback and you will experience and notice the difference. Because the other thing that's amazing about Vitaclean is that it has a really amazing aromatherapy experience. So we have seven different vitamin C shots is what we call them. We have citrus, mango, lavender, jasmine, um, unscented, and um, coconut and vanilla. So it makes showering such an elevated experience. And we shower to disconnect, to feel clean, to feel good, to melt the stress away. Guys do other things in the shower, but <laughs> yeah, yeah the girls do all to, all to melt the stress away. Yeah, all the guys are like, ooh. <laughs> they do all kinds of things in the shower. <laughs> Whatever you do, now it's elevated. <laughs> That is not elevated, what you guys do in the well, shower. Well, listen, adding a couple of fl- flavors and aroma <laughs> yeah, might, like a- might enhance the experience. Just <laughs> as I'm cleaning myself up. When you say you add all these flavors, is it toxic, chemical, anything? No, no. it's not. It's all plant-based ingredients and essential oils. We use essential oils. And then we also have the unscented version with no essential oils, nothing fragrance for people. Because, you know, some people, are, they don't like fragrance. Why wouldn't someone just do this with their water? I mean, if they have the funds, this is, seems to me like a really smart thing to do for yourself, for your kids, for your husband who's beating his meat in the shower. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it just really upgrades your life. Like yeah. when you, I, like, I, I don't know if you've ever had a shower and smelt that kind of like metal, like in some in some places, there's like a lot of heavy metals in water some, somewhere. Yeah. And so it takes that all away. It's or like you know, chlorine and metal smell. It's yeah, the worst. And you really, really notice it after you've showered with yeah. Vitaclean because it smells so nice and fresh and clean. And when you go back to a non-Vitaclean shower, you're just like, whoa, you really notice a lot. You're like, my skin's really tight. You get like flaky skin. We almost never not shower. We travel with our shower head. We actually changed our shower head in the hotel. I always have a handheld yeah, in my bag. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so you actually brought it to the hotel and put it on the hotel. It's that easy to it's switch. So Here easy. comes another thing. I'm going to be lugging around the airport. Here's the thing. <laughs> I When when I know, knew you guys were coming on, I switched my guest bed shower because I was like, I'm going to try just the guest bed first, guest room shower. If I like it, I'll do my own. And I really, really liked it. And I, I, I did not do it myself. <laughs> I'm going to full transparency. I had my assistant do it. So 
I guess my question is, is it something literally that I could do? I'm not good at stuff like that. (laughs) Is it literally just screwing it off and on? Yeah, it's very easy. People actually always feel intimidated about that. And I think that when they get the shower head and they change themselves, they're, wow, it's, it took me no more than two minutes. Have you guys actually seen psoriasis and eczema clear up as well as just rashes? Yeah, definitely. For I mean, personally, for us, for yeah, me, it did. And, but a lot, like in all our reviews, like if you read our reviews, it's like, you know, people have seen it go away for not only them, but also their kids. And it's like the one thing they're like, oh, we tried everything. And, you know, this was the only thing that worked. So because it could be like it's not necessarily even the hard water that flares that up. Like it could be chlorine. Like some people have a really big sensitivity to chlorine. So, yeah, it's I mean, you can just go you can go online and read all our reviews. And it's yeah, it's it's caused like drastic effects for people. And that's really why we started this brand, because we saw such big we saw such a big relief. Like we weren't really like, oh, let's start our own company. Like it was a very natural progression of a problem that we found. And then we were like, holy crap, like this is totally changing our skin and hair routine. And we're like, we have to share this with the world because we were the people out there spending a large amount of our salary on, you know, beauty products and things to like, I would coat my hair in like purple shampoo. And I would always be in the salon, like being like, make it more, you know, tone it more, tone it more. It's like, I was just, I hated the brassiness. And, you know, it's a funny story. Like even one time, like she'd over the hair salon, like had overtoned my hair to such a point that I was like, oh God, I've got to reverse it. So I went to like the equivalent of CBS in the UK and I put like the toner on my hair and it was like this kind of warm tone, but it caused me to have like purple stripes, orange stripes. <laughs> and I was just like, this is crazy. Like I, I have I have like a bit of an obsessive personality. So I was like, I really, really just wanted to be right. And I mean, my hair, like I haven't had it colored now in eight weeks, but you know, I still don't feel like it gets to that brassy point that it would have even after a week, like after my color when, you know, mm. and it just, it really extends your salon visits. Especially and if you want to color your hair. I I'm recently switching every single shower. In yeah. my shower <laughs> just so, you know, and I'm like, I need you to get something. Now we need to make one for the sink. I need one for the bathtub. What when you guys decide to launch a brand, you're to, you guys had no experience, you said before, and you decide to go on like this entrepreneurial journey. What does that really look like in the nitty gritty? Like, go take me back to when you guys decided to launch this. What did you guys do a business plan? Did you pitch an investor? Because there's a lot of people list, listening that have an idea. This is a solution to a problem and they want to know how to pitch their solution. How did this evolve? I think we both had a lot of fire in our bellies to do stuff. So we really figured out a lot of stuff on the spot. When we first created the brand, we both really wanted to be a beauty product. There was no showerhead on the market that was marketed as a beauty product. So I remember we were starting out and, you know, we hired a PR firm. So we were in a lot of publications like Harper's Bazaar, Cosmopolitan and Vogue in the UK, which really helped position us as the leaders in a filtered showerhead space, which was a category we were creating. And that was a hard part because you'd go to the department stores, which was a path we try to do in the UK. And we were like, we want to be in your beauty section. And they said, but you're, you're a showerhead. You have to go in the home section. I said, no, but we were a beauty tool. So we pushed a lot for that. And I think it was just really sticking to what you believe is the right path for the company and being able to be flexible when other moments come. I think as well, like finding, you know, manufacturing was really hard for us. So we searched like all over Europe. 
we searched all over America and then, you know, also tried out multiple different um, countries in Asia. And it took us a long time to really find someone. But, you know, that was it wasn't like a huge investment, but it just took a lot of time. We used a lot of platforms like Upwork and like Freelancer and all these things that were available to us because we didn't have like a huge budget. Were you guys both working other in other careers? Yeah, we, we were, we were both. Work. So we, I, like I had a tech consultancy and um, Christina was working at a content company and I used to work with the content company a lot. So we did a lot of projects together and we had a really good workflow. So that was like one thing that, you know, really inspired us because we already knew that we could work really well together. And I think that that's also really tricky. Like some people sometimes ask me, they're like, oh, you have a great co-founder. Like, how do I get a co-founder? Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, you know, it's it's not like, oh, I have a friend. Let's start a business. Like you have to make sure I think that you balance each other out and like your strengths and their weaknesses, like, you know, kind of level out. So it's, that's, I think, step one. Like if you want a co-founder, you know, definitely figure out, like you spend a bit of time, like working on some projects and like figure out, like, you know, if it's, you can get wins together. And, and yeah, I think it's, it's, you don't need like a million dollars to start a, to start a company. I mean, for us, you know, we're definitely on our back foot. Like, it's not as if we're like, I've dreamed all my life of starting a showerhead company. <laughs> like, let's get into plumbing. You know, yeah, that I wasn't... I think like what I try to do here, I mean, I think people sometimes listen to the show and they see the entrepreneurs that come on or the, or the creators that come on and they look at like where they are in their career and it's overwhelming because they just feel like people had all these resources to begin mm-hmm. with. And I even say like for this show, like Lauren and I started this out of our living room and it's obviously evolved, but like it cost us next to nothing to start doing this. And similar to your, to your point with you guys. And I think people don't realize like the one thing that maybe we have in common is that we all had kind of other things going on that were supporting our living standards while we were starting these things. And so like I never suggest people to just like quit their day job and quit what they're doing and go all in without any money or resources. But like you can start these kind of things on the side and as they gain traction, obviously, you know, invest a little more time and invest a little more money and invest a little more resources. But people just get so overwhelmed because they think like they look at you guys like, oh, like easy for them. They had funding, they had money, they had all these resources. But to your point, you didn't. I mean, it's it's a lot of hard work. And I was still modeling. I was working for a content company. Like we were doing a lot of stuff for a while. It wasn't just, hey, we're going to do this for six months and then quit our jobs and we're going to be super rich. You know, it, it, it takes a lot. How many years were you guys working on it while you had the other stuff going on? Probably two. It wasn't until 2019 that we we're like, okay, like, I think we, we got to we got to go. Everyone's do stuck this. in their house with crappy water. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is, this is a problem. Did you guys go out and decide to raise money? Did someone approach you? How did that work when you wanted to bring on investors? We got our first round of like family and friends funding uh, in yeah 2019. It was it was like a really small amount. How'd you pitch your fa- friends and family? Well, they <laughs> they actually came to us. They came and, to you. Yeah, and they That's were like, the yeah, and they yeah. were like, this sounds so cool. Like, can I invest? And you know, they didn't want to give us a great deal. <laughs> so it took a few months. <laughs> I think we we when we went, we were like, yeah, let's make the deal. Then Chris Dater and I went over with we like. We just made a really shit deal. <laughs> that's like and, and that happens. And, yeah, you know, that it. happens. But sometimes you just have to push forward. And to be honest, it was Your hard. Your own for- family and friends give you a shit deal? Oh, well, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a shit deal. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It, was, it wasn't great. You know, but it was hard one. Yeah. It, it was, it was we, hard to raise money. It was yeah. hard for it's us. It's really hard. Yeah. yeah. Especially being, you know, I, I was women as well. It's like, you know, I think it's only 1% of women actually get funding. And and it's, it's getting a lot better. Like there are a lot of really amazing like women-focused funds and, Waiting for us has always been like a tough one. You know, Let me a- guess. You guys walk in with your idea and you know it should be in the beauty section, which it should be. I totally get that. 
and you guys are beautiful and you automatically get underestimated. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely. Tale yeah. as old as time. Especially but, in the UK. Like and most yeah. of the most of the investment went into fintech there. So for us to come in with this beauty product, a shower head, two people who didn't go to an Ivy League school, you know, didn't start four businesses before. It was really difficult. I mean, people looked at me and you're like, oh, you're a model. Like, what do you know? <laughs> and it was really hard because you got that more than you can imagine. We had a lot of investors like hit on us and it was almost like, hey. They like, tried to Harry Weinstein. Harry Weinstein. Damn Harry Weinstein. Yeah, I'm really sick of my investors. They always hit on me too. It's yeah. Funny. It's, it's, it's <laughs> I think tough. that's a great thing about being a guy. Like you're like, hey, I have an idea. Like, do you like it? Do you not? And everyone, someone's like, definitely yeah, not. It's logical. Yes. Yeah. No, whereas but, we, I mean, listen, I, I empathize. It is. I, I can imagine it's much harder in many cases for women to raise capital. I've been in a lot of those rooms, I've seen Lauren go into a lot of those rooms. But I, but like raising capital in general is just it's challenging. And I think it's like I personally, Lauren always says, "Oh, you love this part." I, I fucking hate the process. I hate going to people and it. asking them for money <laughs> and trying it. to pitch and so much. It, no, no, because like it is so counter to like how I, how I typically operate. Which is yeah. like, my thing is like you create the thing and then have people kind of come to you, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, like I hate the idea of me having to go and like put myself in the situation where you have to like essentially beg for not beg but you know what I mean like you yeah. go to these things it's just like it's just it's miserable anybody it's, that thinks it's you easy. have to go in with they're lucky to have me I'm going to use the way I look as an advantage and if they don't do the deal how much advice can I get out of this person mm-hmm. the other problem is if you're not a great networker because like I'm not a, I'm not like a you know smooth networking guy and I don't know if Lauren is either like that that whole kind of community in that world is all about knowing people and networking and getting the next interest. It's just it's like smoothie. I hate it. Yeah. So when you guys go to pitch a brand, if there's someone who's listening and they have an idea, what are some things that have worked? I think just focusing on the numbers is always good. Even if you don't have crazy amount of traction, you can still prove that there's a logical business model in in time. For us, it was great because we have our refill component so you know to have the amazing experience you have to change your filters or pay customers yeah definitely because then you spend a lot of your like on acquiring a customer and then you can just kind of put them in your email flows to come back if you have a good product but it's essentially a consumable yeah Mm -hmm. and I think as well one thing that we didn't do and I would definitely advise people to do um is really like consolidate your brand so I know like you guys obviously have a really really strong brand we just went through an amazing rebrand. So everything's Vitaclean, Vitagreen. Um, <laughs> we didn't start like that. We, we really tried to do everything ourselves. Like, and we did it on like 99 designs. And when you say consolidate your brand, like, give me an example of what you're, what you mean. So, you know, just really figure out like, you know, what it is you're like trying to do, you know, figure out like what you want it to like look like and, and, you know, have that in, in line because otherwise you'll end up kind of repackaging, like not really being happy. What's an example of something that's like maybe out of line or or didn't work from a branding perspective? For us, yeah. with, with with branding, I mean, I think, you know, at first we started using plastic and, you know, that's that's something that, you know, we really don't want to do, but it was just an, e- an easy option at the time. And we use plastic because retailers are saying, oh, people won't know want what's to see in the, the product, product. So you have yeah. to use that. And what's the best way to use that? to show the product is to use plastic. Really? Retailers were pushing plastic. Retail window. Win- I mean, this was this was years ago, but it's, you know, the windows. Yeah, like, so you to can just see, see the product. product. So oh, they, okay. you could see the shower head. And 
and and ours like we don't want people to touch it especially it's chrome and you get a lot of fingerprint and so we had to cover it whatever the packaging was it had to be covered but you had to see through it what are some other things that you guys have struggled with besides packaging and investing what are some other things that you can pinpoint like how is it working together i know at least for us there are definitely challenges. It's amazing, right? It's Look. not smooth sailing all the time. No. Is it smooth sailing all the time with you guys? Like, wh- what's the vibe on that? No. <laughs> it's definitely not smooth sailing. It's a lot of pressure. A yeah. lot of pressure. And we learn to get better over the years and just giving someone space when they need it. That's definitely really important and being aware of that. So being present and having that awareness and just understanding the other person. And really understanding who works how, that's also important. Because now people work differently, you know? It's like not everyone's going to do it your way. And you can't get angry. You have to let go. You have to build a team. You have to grow. You have to trust. I think that team is like something that, you know, I really want to focus on. Because it's so important to have people around you that you can trust and rely on. And that makes everything a lot smoother. And even if that's, you know, advisors, like people who've, you know, done it before. And you can be like... Hey, I'm struggling with this particular problem. Like, what should I do? And then, you know, they'll give you like all different kinds of ideas. We have a really like ama- amazing team at, at Vitaclean and it's it's just so cool because, you know, we didn't always have that. Like a lot of it was kind of hiring people and hoping that it would work out in the beginning. And because as we said, we didn't have entrepreneurial <laughs> experience. So <laughs> someone was like, hey, we're really good at this. And then, you know, as we got to know how to do things better it's like they weren't very good at it and you know I, I think that was probably one of the biggest challenges that that we figured out I mean one of the things that I think is great like I'm a big Upwork fan and I think just you know focus on reviews on Upwork is actually what that, is Upwork you keep saying that what is that so Upwork <laughs> is like it's like a freelancer platform where you can you know you can be like graphic huh. designer you would like or, Upwork learn yeah it's like it's just if you need like some odd little job done that you know you you don't want to hire like a whole new person it's really easy to just get it done and get it done like in a few days and you know our whole team obviously is an artwork but it's it's helped a lot and it's definitely made things a lot more efficient for us the reason i like you guys talking about some of the early stuff and some of the tactics you're using is because i've been on this big kick to make sure that people like sometimes people will look at a bigger company or a bigger entity and they'll just they get overwhelmed because like wow look how big that thing is and how far it's gone and i and i try to remind people that like there's so many resources that exist now it's like the easiest Mm. time it's ever been to get started like you're not reliant to your point on all these retailers anymore. you could literally just build a brand tomorrow online with your own platform it's not that it's not as easy as i'm making it sound but I just don't think people realize how many cost-effective solutions there are out there. They just think like, oh, I got to go raise money and have this co-founder and have all these resources. It's just not true. Yeah. I think you just have to remember it takes time. Yeah. I think people have to be massively patient when it comes to building a brand. It is requires so much patience and you really have to be able to see the short term and the long term at the same time. <laughs> I would be crazy not to ask both of you your beauty tips. You both have beautiful hair and beautiful skin. So Michael, go rigamortis for a second because I have a couple <laughs> questions. And obviously one of your tips is VitaClean for hair and skin. But what are some other things that you both do? Maybe let's start with morning routine favorites. So as I said, like, you know, we're big on vitamin C. So one of the things that I use is like the Ole Henriksen double cream vitamin C moisturizer. And then also Medicaid, which is like, it's an amazing Swiss cosmetics company. It's kind of like Barbara Strum kind of vibes. They have an amazing lab in Switzerland and they have a super potent vitamin C um, serum that, you know, you can mix with your moisturizer or you can mix with any kind of, you know, other cream. 
Another thing is like Charlotte Tilbury makeup. I love her like setting spray and you might love this being in Austin as well because it's almost like my mom when I was a kid used to always spray my face with that Evian mist, you know, like yeah, that. Yeah. So this is like that, but it actually just like sets your makeup and also it's almost just gives your makeup like a refresh or just like skin, your skin in general. I'm a big, big fan of that. I think for me, it's both internal and external. So make sure to drink a lot of water, exercise, big part of my routine. I, I wake up, I walk my dog. So just getting out there, getting air, getting hydrated. But in terms of skincare, I'm very minimal when it comes to my skincare. I don't like to use too many things. And right now in my life, I don't have to because my water is so clean from my shower. <laughs> I don't have to use a lot, I, but I don't wash my face in tap water. That's one thing so I wait, don't do. So he, let me get this straight. So when you're washing your face, you're not using the sink. You mm-hmm. use your shower, which mm-hmm. I like too. I also like to brush my teeth in the shower mm-hmm. too. Yeah, but now you're getting all the chemicals in your mouth. Well, right. Not anymore. I'm not, not anymore. <laughs> I now have a VitaClean. So That's true. <laughs> yeah. I, so you are doing that in the shower. Mm-hmm. So we need a sink filter too, right? Stay, stay tuned, Lauren. Stay tuned. <laughs> stay yeah. tuned. <laughs> yeah, because one thing that my facialist told me that I think is really life-changing is not to wash my face with hot water. Mm-hmm. She always says, like, go cold because you're going to get the broken capillaries. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> you're for sure washing in hot water, huh? Well, no, I really- wash in the shower. <laughs> Yeah, it's not really good to wash your face that much because like your natural oils like just dry out Agreed. so quickly. So I actually wash my face only in the shower and I use, I try different things every six months. I like to change up my skincare routine because I think my what skin What are gets, some of your favorite products you have to get so, brands? So right now I really like this Goop Jelly Exfoliator, which is really good by, by Goop. And that one's really good. I also use a lot of Clear Stem. You guys know Katie yeah, and now. Yeah. I never had acne and I'm so thankful for that but I love their products because I know that you're getting like really clean stuff and it's good for anti-aging I also really like naturally serious it's this brand it's really good I met the founder at a conference and she randomly just handed me a goodie bag and the products were amazing they have these exfoliator pads that I use so what I would do in the morning is I actually take a cotton pad and I put micellar water on it and that's how I would freshen up my face and then I'll use the exfoliating pads always wearing SPF I like the Super Goop skincare. It's really good. I like the Glow Getter. It's awesome because it gives you this natural glow. It's also SPF 40. So so I, I just discovered the best SPF. So I have like a little bit of hyperpigmentation on my head. That was something that really was flared up before I started using a Vitaclean. But just like I've tried a lot of laser and stuff and I just there's this last bit that I just can't get rid of. But one thing that I have just discovered is like, I think you say Eucerin, that's that's the brand. It's like they actually do an SPF 100. So I've been using that lately, which I, I found has really like allowed my skin not to get darker. And they also have like a dual pigment serum that you put on top. You have to put like the SPF on without any skincare underneath because otherwise it kind of creates a bit of a peeling effect. And then you put the dual pigment serum on top and that's really kept it at bay. So that's for anyone suffering for hyper, with hyperpigmentation or like melasma. I think I think it's melasma. Yeah. What about niche wellness things? Are you guys into red light, cold plunging? Like, are there any things that you you gravitate towards? We, yeah. We've bonded a lot on cryo, I have to say. Like, we, you know, we oh, absolutely love cryo. love cryo. Christina loves the cold plunge. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I always go to Remedy Place and just do a cold plunge. People love that place. I've never been. It's in New York, right? LA is the original one, and they open up one in in uh, New York. They have Vitaclean in there as well. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, that's super cool. I know the founder. He's really 
He's incredible. So you go and you can cold plunge there and then you can go and take your Vita clean shower. Mm-hmm. After you sauna. Yeah. <laughs> or you can just bring it in your bag and just install it yourself yes. and then reinstall the shower. <laughs> what else do you guys like to do besides cryo and cold plunge? Anything else that you do on a daily basis? Like any foods or supplements that you gravitate towards? Uh, definitely a lot of supplements. So I take like a, re- a really amazing probiotic, Vivio Mix. Um, that's one that I found works best. And I also really like bulletproof charcoal as well. I feel like it just helps, especially if you, if I like go to a restaurant or, you know, change my normal diet. Um, Even if like you're, you want to drink alcohol, I definitely feel that. And bulletproof is is the best brand of charcoal that I've personally found. But I feel like it just helps your body deal with everything a little bit better. People swear by charcoal when they drink. Yeah. yeah, but it's also just like, like I don't eat at restaurants a lot. So if I do, it kind of it just upsets me a little bit. So really find it helps just taking like two charcoal um, and, you know, then probiotics. What are you guys' wellness or like eating habits? Do, are, are you big on protein? Are you vegan, vegetarian? We're definitely not vegan. No, we eat everything. <laughs> yeah. Really clean eating. I grew up eating my grandma had a garden. So oh. like that, that's how I was in, like, this is how I grew up. So I always gravitate to whole foods. I think it's just being intuitive, just the same as anything, being intuitive about your skincare, being intuitive about eating and just understanding your body. Everybody's different. So for me, clean eating, I don't really have a specific diet, but I eat breakfast, I eat lunch, dinner, all of it, and definitely a lot of water. And we love like green juice. (laughs) Yeah, we love green juice. I I personally love beetroot juice, um, like beetroot with my green juice. And I love smoothies as well. Again, with the charcoal, love a charcoal smoothie. We, we We used to have them all the time when we would work together, when we lived together. And then, yeah, protein. And I, I, I like like some some starch. Like I'm, I love potatoes with my protein, but, you know, don't have that every night. I'll still like eat pizza like, you know, once a week or once every second week and definitely indulge in like some chocolate sometimes. Like I'm not, you know, I'm careful, but not super, super careful. And I think it's like, it's just really what agrees with you. You know, it's, it's sometimes, sometimes like things work and sometimes things don't. What is next for the brand? What can we expect? We are very, very soon going to launch new colors for the shower heads. Cute. So stay tuned. And we're also launching a cosmetics line. Under VitaClean or separate? Under VitaClean. Yeah. So so I know you don't <laughs> you know you don't know you don't wash your hair very much, but we are <laughs> launching like ever. We're launching it's okay. We're we'll gonna change that. <laughs> We're launching a shampoo um, that works really, really well with hard water and also um, helps a lot with brassiness without kind of causing the overtone of a purple shampoo. I can't give too many details, but it's such a great formula. It's, There's nothing like it on the market. So yeah. Far, so so we're, we're really excited about that. And then also uh, like a coconut body oil. So it really helps with things like itchy legs, like for shaving and, and stuff like that. And then, you know, it's a little bit after, but the sink filter as well that we briefly touched on which it's it's been a tricky development for us that for sure you know we finally got there <laughs> if anyone can do the sink I feel like it's you guys and then we need one for the bathtub for, yeah, the, the, kids. Bathtub for the kids because yeah. they like to they like to like put their mouth up to the thing and like Zaza's like dipping her toothbrush in the fucking <laughs> bathtub and like trying to brush her teeth with it and I'm just like you can't control everything. No. I have to just like let it go. Yeah. They're building up their immune system. <laughs> oh, she's building up her immune system. Yeah. But I think if I had something that I knew that the water that was coming out was mm-hmm. really 
like amazing for her skin would be cool. And also like just side note, you got to go into like the baby bath soap too. Cause I sometimes read the ingredients for this stuff and I'm like, are they crazy thinking that I'm going to put this on my newborn? Mm. It's, it's like so wild. The ingredients that are in these baby products, you really have to be your own guru. Like the products for babies. Yeah. Yeah. My number one favorite, if anyone's listening, is K-Pore. It's like all natural. Michael's like trying to like, Michael over here would try to slap like Jergens on the baby. I'm like, (laughs) that's not going to work. (laughs) When I first met Michael, he was using Old Spice, like showering in the sewer. So (laughs) now he has a shower head. (laughs) Just throw some dirt on it. It'll be fine. (laughs) Where can everyone find both of you to ask all the questions? And then where can they find the brand? And can we do a code and a giveaway? Christina Wodeke Volkova on Instagram. I would be more than happy to answer any questions. Also, we have Vitaclean underscore official. You can ask us there as well. And I'm Sarah K. Douglas without a H. So just S-A-R-A. So can we do a a giveaway? Yes. Yeah, I'd love that. You guys, can we, how many can we give away? Uh, let's give away 10. Oh my God. That's so oh dark. Wow. Okay. <laughs> We're going to give away 10 Vitacleans. Does it come with the fragrances? Everything. Yeah. Okay. Comes yeah. with a three month supply. So like the, the wall mount. We'll give away the wall mounts. So all you have to do is follow Vitaclean underscore official. Perfect. And then tell us your favorite takeaway from this episode, like your favorite tip about water. I know I learned so much <laughs> about water. And immediately everything is getting changed in my entire house, not just the guest bedroom. And I can't my wait room. to see you just unscrewing all these shower heads and just getting up the room. <laughs> no, I am. You need some videos. It's going to be so empowering to watch I'm gonna you. I'm going to go on Upwork and I'm going to find someone <laughs> who can help me. It doesn't even sound like it's gonna I need be, help. I, it's going to be so great to be, just see you get fine. all this done. No, I'm like really like not very good at stuff like that. Sarah like, was it. it and now she's a pro she, yeah Christina taught me everything I'm yeah, very handy should I carry this in my bag next week on vacation yes absolutely <laughs> he thinks I overpack like out of I don't the- think I, I know yeah it's- so I'm working on it though I'm refining it okay so you can enter the giveaway we're giving 10 away and then what's the code if someone wants to shop Vitaclean showerheads so the, the website is vitaclean.co and this the code is skinny love it Thank you both for coming on. Thanks so much. Thank you guys. Thank you. I love the green and I wore green too. I'm yes. so on brand. I just think what you guys are doing is incredible. Thanks so Thank much. You, it's Thank been you, amazing. Michael. Thank you guys. Wait, don't go. Make sure you tell us your favorite takeaway of this episode about water on my latest post at Lauren Bostick. And make sure you follow VitaClean underscore official on Instagram.